What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Lunchbox Reaction. I'm Evan, and today with me are my co-hosts Linnea and Brian. Hello. Today we will be talking about Pixar Shorts. Now I'm sure most of the people listening to this know about Pixar, as it's one of the most famous animation filmmakers ever. We've already talked about the movie Soul in episode 14, but did you know that they've also produced lots of animated shorts? Today we will be watching and talking about a few of Pixar's animated shorts, starting with Pixar Popcorn, a series of 10 mini-shorts that were released on Disney Plus in January 2021. So let's get into it. There were 10 little mini-shorts in the Pixar Popcorn uh, show that came out on Disney Plus. And let's just go through them quick. Uh, The first one was called To Fitness and Beyond. It starred uh, Woody. No, 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 not Woody. Buzz. What am I thinking? <laughs> I was like, hmm? Buzz. And uh, he's, what, just doing push-ups, pull-ups? Yeah. He's trying, just trying to get everyone to, to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I noticed about these shorts is that there's really next to no talking in any of these. Yeah, barely any talking. And I was I was wondering if that's just because they couldn't get the actors or they didn't want to pay them or, <laughs> or what. I think they just used their voices from previous movies and maybe edited in a few words here and there. But for the most part, these seemed non-talkative. Yeah, we we kind of like were watching them and we were like, I wonder if they actually like got the actors on set just to record them like breathing. 
Yeah, mom was like, it would be weird if the actors just came in and they were like, okay, so we're just going to need you to make some weird sound noises. Now, all these shorts, there's 10 of them. Uh, when you put all 10 of them together, they're only, I think, 21 minutes it was. So, so when they say short, these are short. They're only about two minutes each. The second one was called Unparalleled Parking, and that was set in the Cars universe. Basically, they're all just trying to parallel park. They got whistled if there was like a thumbs up or a whistle if they did it right or wrong. There was a stoplight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the third one was called Dory Finding, which was Dory just finding stuff in the ocean. <laughs> I guess. Fourth one was Soul of the City. That one was like more of a montage of all the characters in Soul. Yeah, since Soul is a newer movie, it's not really just a short about it. It's just more like a little... Yeah, it was sort of a slice of life in the city. Just different views of people doing things in the city. Yeah. Number five was Fluffy Stuff with Ducky and Bunny. That one was funny. Love. That one, those ones had talking. Yeah, yeah so those that, are the ones with talking. So if you remember Toy Story 4, there was a duck and a bunny who were voiced by Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. And yeah, I found this one. This one was really funny. I enjoyed this. Yeah. They were like, I wonder who likes which person, which animal they'll like better. And then they both just say each other's name. Yeah, they were trying to get <laughs> each other to say the other's name. Bunny, ducky, bunny, ducky, yeah. bunny, ducky, bunny, that ducky. Was, that was pretty good. Then it just became a rap. Uh, next up was Chore Day, The Incredibles Way, which was, of course, set in the Incredibles universe. Doing chores. Doing chores, just various ways of doing chores or getting around them. Next up was A Day in the Life of the Dead, which was set in the Coco afterlife world. That one was a lot like how Soul was. Yeah, more of a montage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't have, like, a story. It was more like just showing all the characters. Yeah, just like what everyone is doing. Yeah. Uh, next up was another fluffy stuff with Ducky and Bunny, and it was called Three Heads. Yeah, they're just making fun of Bo Peep's sheep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the sheep was... Standing there, just nonchalantly minding its own business. And, and they're just like, what? Why they do they have three heads? They're really making fun of the uh, fun of the left head, the very left yeah, head. Yeah, the left head. They didn't yeah. like the left head. Now, next up was Dancing with the Cars. Well, it's, well, it's pretty explanatory. It's mm -hmm. Dancing with the Cars. Was... Yep, they just have a dance party. But you can get, <laughs> but you can guess what was that was from. It's, it's Cars. Who mm -hmm. knew? And then finally, the number 10 out of 10 was called Cookie Num Num, which was set in the Incredibles universe. There was the one more cookie, and they all want it, except for Jack-Jack and the mom. Well, yeah, Jack-Jack and the mom are sleeping, and then the rest of the family is trying to grab the cookie without waking them up. <laughs> and so they're having this epic fight scene to get the last cookie, but at the same time, they have to be super quiet so they don't wake up the mom and the baby. So, Lene, you were mentioning how a few of them seemed like montages. What I found about these mini shorts is that most of them didn't, to me, even didn't really have a story. Yeah, not really. And so because of that, I wasn't really drawn into them. I liked Cookie Num Num a lot because that one had a story. I liked the fluffy stuff with duckies and bunnies because they were at least talked and had some rapport back and forth. And Dancing with Cars, I, I liked that. That one was cute. But the rest of them, I don't know, to me it just, it seemed like they were more 
testing out animation or something? I don't, like, what do you guys think? These were like epilogues that could have like just fitted after the movie with some of them. Yeah, if it had like maybe a bit more story or talking, I feel like it would be probably a bit more fun. But it, it was still fun to watch. Which which of the ten do you think was your favorite or my second favorite, favorite? My favorite was the Cookie Nom Nom. My favorite was Fluffy Stuff with Ducky and Bunny Love. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that was just that was Pixar Popcorn. Came out on Disney Plus the middle late January twenty twenty one. And since we were talking about shorts, we thought that we would talk about some of their other shorts. You might not realize it, but but Pixar has over forty, almost fifty depending on how you count them, they have just tons of shorts. Yeah, we were looking at them, and we only thought there was, like, 20 to 30. And then when we were looking at them, we were like, what? That's too many shorts. Yeah, so we did a quick watch-through of a few of them. The oldest one we watched was called Knickknack, which was in front of Finding Nemo. And uh, even though it was in front of Finding Nemo, uh, the animation, it was made many, many years before Finding Nemo. So it involved a, a snowman in a in a snow globe wanting to go party with some other people and boy that when you watch that animation it's so different you can tell that it's that it's very different than now pixar let's see what else did we see there are so many lifted we watched that one was very cute that was a uh, so lifted came out in 2006 it was in front of ratatouille and that one had to do with an alien do you think this alien was a kid or an understudy or what? What do you it think? It might be a, somebody taking a driver test. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. I'm pretty sure it was meant to be like. It's just like an alien taking their UFO on a driver's test. They're not doing very well. Yeah. So this this alien had to show how they could abduct a human. And... There was this very vast area of buttons. Yeah. Dad was like yeah, just laughing so out buttons. loud so hard. I literally heard him like. <laughs> buttons imagine a control panel 60 feet long and 10 feet wide filled with unlabeled switches and you're expected to know what all these switches do it was it's very amusing uh let's see next up we watched partly cloudy which came out in 2009 and that was in front of the movie up and you kids said you'd seen this many many times yeah so like in sixth grade and seventh grade i think our teachers both of our ela teachers made us like do this thing where we had to write down what the exposition is and we had to write the rising action then we had to write the climax then we had to write the falling action then the resolution yeah and we did that exact same thing in sixth grade and seventh grade and and i think maybe we did it in fifth grade too and it was for the same short okay Okay. the thing is that actually has gone for me i'm pretty sure it happened in third grade fourth grade <laughs> maybe even second grade i'm pretty yeah. sure but they like, use that's like that the only so short much. that they ever show us and, I, and and it's starting to get old and i don't really like it wow okay so i almost feel bad that i made you watched it <laughs> like it's a good short but i've seen it so many times yeah it's getting it's getting very just okay. i've seen it so much uh the next short that we watched is one that i think that i know i didn't see and i'm i'm not sure if you kids were saw it either it was called la luna and it came out in 2011 and it was in front of the movie brave and of course the reason i think we didn't see it is i don't think we saw brave in the theater no so this was the first time i'd seen this one and it was it was cute what i like about these shorts about these regular shorts versus the little mini popcorn ones is that 
each of these tells a story, and that's what I think is important in a short. And what I really liked about La Luna is that it keeps you guessing. It, it was very, I want to say, fantasy, magical realism, and you really don't know what in the heck the people in the short are doing until the very end, and then it becomes apparent what they've done, and you're, oh, okay, it, that makes sense. Yeah, it was, <laughs> we were all just like, what? Just going through the whole short being like, why are they sweeping stars off the moon? What is happening right now? Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, check out La Luna. I, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, next, we watched The Blue Umbrella from 2013, and that was in front of Monsters University. And this is another one. I, I don't think we ever saw Monsters University in the theater. No. So, yeah, I, this is the first time I'd seen this short. It had a lot of um, resonance with the movie Soul because it was in the city. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Soul. Yeah. It reminded me of the Kool-Aid Man. Right, yeah, the, the face blue, on the umbrella. The blue umbrella in space <laughs> is literally the Kool-Aid Man's face. And I think, Linnea, you said you kept being creeped out by the... Yeah, there's one. All the little objects in the city... Like the pipes and the street lights, they all had faces. And there's this one pipe that was like on top of a roof or something. And it was like, it had the creepiest looking face. <laughs> it was just like two creepy looking eyes and a really weird smile. It freaked me out. Uh, let's see, one that we didn't watch, but I think we all remember, was Lava, which is from 2014. <laughs> yeah. And that was in front of Inside Out. Uh, That's also another one that I think are <laughs> that I've watched multiple times. I don't know if it's I've like seen that in school, school too. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I have seen it for school too. <laughs> so, so apparently, schools like showing Pixar shorts, huh? No, like not, the, not just Pixar shorts. They show lots of different. Like shorts. at the point where that one volcano was like rising to the top, everyone in the class was just going like, "Go volcano, go go volcano." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one. I, th- I want to say this one's probably the only Pixar short that has a song. Yeah. Through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it it is a song. All right. Next up is one that I really enjoyed. This one was is called Sanjay's Super Team. It's from 2015, and it was front in front of the Good Dinosaur, which again is another movie we never saw in the theater. We have seen that movie, but you know when you see movies later, they often don't have the shorts in front of them. So this is the first time I'd seen this short, and I found this thing awesome. I loved this short. <laughs> I like that it was a true story. Like, halfway through, I forgot that it was based on a true story, and I was like, oh, yeah, this was based on a true story. True story. A true story, mostly, it said. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> Basically, what happens is this guy, is Sanjay really likes his TV shows and stuff. and A superhero TV show. Yeah, right? called Super Team. And his dad wants him to be more part of his culture. So his dad is practicing Buddhism, I believe. Yeah. And he wants Sanjay to come and sit with him and just meditate. And Sanjay finds it really hard. And he notices three aspects of Buddhism that he's practicing. He gets drawn into this... Sort yeah. of a spiritual world and a fight, and, and it's so cool. I love it. Yeah, the animation style on that fight was great. Then when he, like, stopped having the dream, he, like, snapped back into reality. And then his dad thought that he wanted to leave, but then he realized that he was going over there and drawing some cool pictures of his experience. Yeah, and, yeah. and he showed them to his dad, and his dad was happy. For the first time I had seen this one, I, I absolutely adore this short. I know I'm going to watch it again, because it's... It's very cool. I loved it. Next, we watched Piper from 2016, which was in front of the movie Finding Dory. I've also seen this one a bunch of times at yeah. school. 
Well, it's interesting. I I know that I must have seen it because I remember seeing Finding Dory, but I you don't remember seeing it. I didn't remember this short at all. I do. I like watched it in my free time sometimes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, schools made me seen this one, and I I I remember from Finding Dory. Jack, our cat, was very interested in this show. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we were watching it on our TV, Jack just walked over. I, he was hungry, and he, he wasn't actually hungry. He just wanted us to give him food. And he was just, like, drawn to the TV immediately when he saw the bird, and he couldn't stop. Yeah, so this short, uh, very, very realistic, and it has uh, little birds by the ocean, and the birds are trying to get clams and boy our cat i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> post a picture of it on our website because he was just sitting in front of the tv totally drawn into this pixar animated short so there you go pixar you're now uh you're now a cat attractor you're now a cat attractor yep uh next up is lou from 2017 it, this was in front of cars 3 and i know people give the cars movies kind of a bad rap i i've always liked them uh and i thought cars 3 was fine but i have to say this out of all these shorts this one is my favorite hands down uh lou is about this magical like, a magical lost and found thing lost and found playground monster not really monster but entity and uh oh i love this movie this one i even just watching this I had tears in my eyes at the end. I always do. It's so cute. What about you two? I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. It's not my favorite, but it is, it's, it's not pretty your favorite. Good. Well, that's okay. Everyone can have their different favorites. I, I just adore this one. It's probably my favorite. And finally, we watched Bao from 2018, and this was in front of The Incredibles 2. Now, this one makes me cry. It's sad. Yeah, that one made me cry. The, the first time I watched it, I like... <laughs> it doesn't seem like that long ago that The Incredibles 2 came out, but for some reason, the first time I watched it, I just did not understand the plot at all. Yeah. But this time when I watched it, like, everything just made sense to me. Yeah, it was really confusing, but now I now I get it more, and it, mm -hmm. and it, it was sad. It's sad. Well, it, uh, bittersweet, maybe. Yeah. Because in the end, well, I don't know. We don't want to spoil things, if you, but it's it's cute. It's fun. I You know, one thing I noticed when I was watching this is it almost felt like I was watching Claymation in this short? Yeah. It, I don't know. It was just, just the way they must have rendered it or something. It, it was very interesting uh, to see because it it didn't feel like a normal Pixar movie, which, which is good because that's why they do these shorts. They give uh, artists and people who work there a chance to, to do something new and to expand their repertoire, to, to take risks. And I, I, to me, the animation style in this one really stood out as being, it, it, it still looks Pixar and it looks fabulous, but it, it felt almost like I was watching actual little people walking around, like they were made out of clay or something. Yeah. And I think maybe that might have been on purpose because I, because when you see the little, um, the dumplings that she makes, they felt like I could reach out and actually touch them with my hands. They were very tactile to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it was for me too. So yeah, that's just a rundown of some of the shorts that we watched. Pixar, they always have high quality stuff. You know, if you've seen all the movies 10, 20 times and you're looking for something else to do, just remember that a lot of these shorts you don't see in front of the movies anymore if you're just watching them. So yeah, make it a point to go and watch some of these shorts because they are, they're a lot of fun. They have good 
stories and messages, and if you only have 15 minutes to sit down and watch something, you could watch two or three. And I think you kids had something that you wanted to talk about. <laughs> the Pixar theory. The Pixar theory. <laughs> All right. So, so lay it on me. What is the Pixar theory? The Pixar theory, it's the theory that connects every single movie that Pixar has ever made. And it proves that they are all in the same universe. So basically, while we were recording this, Linnea was like, yeah, the Pix- this is like the Pixar theory. And that was like, the Pixar what? And I like slightly knew what the Pixar theory was. I didn't really remember everything. Well, I've heard of it. Yeah. I, I just think it's silly it's, fantasy. Yeah. But, but basically, you two seem to think that it's real. There's literally proof in every single movie. <laughs> of course, there's. You, you can find, you can find proof when you're looking for it anywhere. And no, it just, not uh, everywhere. If the proof doesn't matter if it's just Easter eggs, then it still makes sense how every single movie would piece together. Yeah, and, and the Easter eggs are telling us that it's it's, it's like an Easter egg to to tell us about like this Easter egg that all of them are connected. I don't know. You're... I think I think it's a real stretch to say that that Cars is in the same universe as as any of these, like The Incredibles or something. No, no, it makes sense. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. So Good should we you. should we go through it? Sure. Tell people okay, what so it is. I think it all starts with Brave, and we have oh no something something in Brave with the wisps the and Will whatever. Wisps. It causes uh, superheroes to start being around. And for people to just have powers. And so then the next thing that happens, we jump a few hundred years into the future, and then we have the Incredibles. <laughs> and so with the Incredibles, uh, that's when technology is introduced and AI and all that stuff, which eventually leads to uh, Wally. Oh, wait, yeah, but Toy Story. I forgot Toy Story. What what's this? <laughs> what does Toy Story have to do with Toy that? Story is basically the AI is getting more advanced because of Syndrome's powers from Incredibles. So the toys are becoming <laughs> lifelike. Oh, yeah. And then basically in Finding Nemo, which comes it's, next... It's showing how animals are also developing at the same time. They're like, they have school systems, they have real estate markets. <laughs> They're, everything is developing. You have Ratatouille. It's, it's really not that important. But it, it's it's just something to show how animals Another are evolving. Proof how animals are evolving. <laughs> he, I mean, he is able to talk. To me, Ratatouille takes place before the Toy Story shows. I don't think it really matters. I think you just I put mean, them it, in yeah, any order. I'm sure it probably doesn't matter. But but just Ratatouille always felt to me like it was more in the 50s or something. It felt old to me. I mean, yeah. that, I, that could just be totally me reading into it, just like you're reading into this crazy theory. Okay, but anyway, keep going. So, yeah. We Next have... we have Up. It's just, it's just up, up. is showing how, I think, technology is becoming more corrupt and advanced at the same time, so are animals. Animals are becoming corrupt? What? No, the technology. I don't know. Something with, so the animals, do you see the, a lot of the dogs, and the dogs are being able to talk and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. The dogs so, are doing human things that only humans should be capable of doing. And then basically, flat, flash forward like a like a hundred years, humans have so left yeah, because they've yeah the technology has completely overpowered the humans, and at the same time, the humans have kind of destroyed the earth. So they're sent to leave, and the axiom, uh, which, you know, leads to Wally. But uh, before right, that, right after uh, the humans leave, they think um, so. B and L, the 
people in Wally, they made the cars to help clean up the mess on Earth. And basically, the cars weren't doing that, and they're just kind of hanging yeah, out. Yeah, the cars are just developing their own societies. And, and, since, and since they aren't really doing anything, they go extinct, yeah, and so they the, leave yeah, it to the, cars, the Wallys. The cars die out, and then comes Wally. So Wally's like the only robot left. And so, you know, that happens, and after Wally gets all okay, the humans... Okay, okay, but, but, but here, once again, <laughs> the, we see videos of the humans leaving Earth. There were no cars there, so I don't well, we, know. Well, we only saw, like, two videos. We only saw, like, two <laughs> seconds of that. They're not going to show... They you show, they so, show they like, show a live car? So when, so when we see Wally roaming around the city looking through garbage and picking up things like, like bras... You, you think the cars that had those from, things? That was back from the humans. That was from the humans. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then the all cards. Right, keep going. Keep going with this wild theory of yours. The cars have all been covered in trash and stuff, so that's another reason why we won't see them just lying around. And then... And probably... Wally has probably gone through and destroyed a lot of the cars. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. then since... So Eva came back to check if all of, like, the cars are gone and all that stuff. Yeah, you're, and you're, so, really, you're really pushing it So, here. okay, after Wally, the humans... The humans all come back, and so some, there's something with the ants movie. I don't really think a bug's life. A bug's life. Yeah, yeah, the bug's life doesn't. I don't think that really matters. I feel like really that matters. should be farther <laughs> back, though. Yeah, I feel like the bug's life doesn't really matter that much. With yeah, the Pixar theory, it just easily fits in. And so then, <laughs> you fit you know, in anywhere. Hundreds, thousands of years pass, and I think um, animals have or humans. I don't know. They've all evolved to become these huge monsters it, that's how we get monsters inc and monsters university <laughs> so since they're yeah. uh, since they're experiencing an... you, you would you would see me shaking my head but yeah, okay continue since, since they're experiencing an energy crisis they need to go back in time to get the screams of people to help yeah, I don't... So, yeah they're going back okay they're... so wait 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 so we have an energy crisis but they're able to summon enough energy to go back in time. <laughs> well, I mean, it's—I mean, they've pretty advanced technology. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They've so probably made it before the energy crisis too. Must not take much too. energy to go back in time. But okay. Anyway. <laughs> well, to them. All right. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then basically, it's Monsters Inc. And mm-hmm. so yeah, they're going back. They're collecting human screams, and then Monsters Inc. happens, and uh, Boo. Okay, wait. Go to the part with Boo. Yeah. So basically, boo. in between all of that, there is Boo. Okay, Boo. Boo, it, from boo connects Inc. everything. Boo, boo connects is the connection. Okay. So the lay it is, on me. Boo. Boo doesn't want the memory of Sully to die, so she's able to go back in time, all the way back to when Brave happens. And Boo is the witch in Brave. Boo is the brave witch. So if you if you look and you see the witch in Brave, she has all these like little carvings, and they all have like Sully on them. They have like pizza places. Like she comes from the modern age, and she knows who Sully is, so she must be Boo. She is Boo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you not anyway, believe us? So if if you'd like to look at this more in depth, you can go to. Uh, PixarTheory.com and and see what they call evidence. To me, it's just hey, sort of it's, it's evidence. It's to true. Me it's just stitching things together. But, it's a know, true fact. Everyone can and have Boo connects it all. It's all thanks to Boo. All right, all right. Well, and it's all thanks to our listeners. So thanks for listening to another episode of Lunchbox Reaction.
You can check us out on our website at lunchboxreaction.net. We'll have some pictures of our cat there. He's our cat very watching, interested in watching the TV. animated birds. <laughs> it's his new favorite pastime. So thanks for joining us. My name is Brian. I'm Evan. I'm Lynn. And we'll catch you all next week. See you later. Bye. Should we say our hellos now? Hello. How <laughs> is that? Hello. I have a little. Hello. <laughs>